Welcome to Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam, a podcast about navigating adolescence without losing our minds. Each week, I guide you around the teenage landmines with practical tips, simple solutions, and words of encouragement. I'm your host, Dr. Cam. Let's get on with the show. Good morning. Welcome back to another episode of Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. I'm your host, Dr. Cam. And today I'm talking with child and youth worker, worker Megan Suget, who is also the founder of Beautiful Minds. And Megan's passion for starting Beautiful Minds was, was started through her own personal experience navigating the educational system with a nonverbal learning disability and feeling the sense of otherness, which we're going to talk about. I love that term, otherness. <laughs> Thank you. Beautiful Minds empowers youth to see their ability and move beyond the label. She wants to guide others out of their own darkness and illuminate a pathway of change. Megan, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. This is really exciting. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. I think your, your story and your point of view is so important. And I would love to first just hear more about your story and how, you know, your ex own experiences really inspired you to start mm -hmm. Beautiful Minds. Yeah, for sure. So I was inspired to start Beautiful Minds because when I was seven years old, I was diagnosed with, it's called nonverbal learning disability. Some people call it NVLD. So it just means that you struggle with everything that's nonverbal. So I struggled with those social skills. I struggled to make friends. I struggled with math. I couldn't read maps. Um, even as an adult, I struggle with the visuospatial skills, so I can't drive to this day. Um, that's something that really frustrates me. I bet. Um, for sure. Although <laughs> so, my family would say I can't drive either. So we'll just throw that in there. <laughs> Definitely. So that's a struggle. Um, but there are also like a lot of, you know, gifts associated with nonverbal learning disabilities. So for example, like children are very verbose. So instead of, you know, seeing that label NVLD, nonverbal learning disability, children actually have verbal gifts associated with that disability. So they can, you know, tell you every detail, you know, that happened during that day or of a certain event, they can storytell, they can be amazing writers, they're very empathetic. Um, so it really, you know, it really varies. But my experiences with NVLD, I was told I wouldn't, you know, amount to anything and wouldn't make it past high school. So that was kind of my inspiration for starting Beautiful Minds and just really, you know, taking it from a neurodiverse lens and inspiring kids, you know, you have gifts and you can do great things in life. Uh, I love yeah. that story. And so <laughs> talk a little bit more about the sense of otherness. For sure. Um, so that was very much aware from like, you know, a very young age. I was six years old. I was sitting in my classroom and I was always singled out by this particular teacher who called me stupid, um, told me that, you know, I couldn't learn. She would put big X's on my page purposely. So there was always this like, you know, sense of otherness that kind of surrounded me from a young age. Um, and it was really difficult, you know, being that one child in that particular classroom and, 
you know, never having that particular support. So I literally fell through the cracks of the educational system. Yeah. So it was, it was hard. It was definitely very hard growing up. And that otherness followed me through like, you know, my early years of life and then into high school as well. But once I made it into high school, well, actually, once I made it into grade eight, I had like almost like a mentor, my grade eight teacher, and she started to really pick me. She was my savior. She picked me up literally and said, you know, you have gifts. Um, you might be mad, you know, you might be bad at math, but you're amazing at writing. So she was kind of my inspiration too for doing what I do today. She didn't other me. She really, you know, found those strengths within me and helped inspire me to be the person I am today. So. Oh, I love that story so yeah. much. And it just shows how much of a difference one person, oh, one teacher, one, sure. parent, one person can make. Definitely. Yeah. It's, it's so important for kids with learning disabilities to have that one person because that one person could be the person that changes their life mm. because these kids are literally othered from the start that label will follow them throughout school and you know they need to know they're more than just the label and if they don't they will literally fall through the cracks of the educational system we see it all the time it's hard and so it is help us understand a little bit more like how did they figure out that you had a non-learning or nonverbal, non-verbal learning, learning disability. disability. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, sure. Right? So how? Um, did- <laughs> no worries. Um, so at first it was very much, um, you know, I was just struggling with math. Um, so it was very much she has a math learning disability. But then they started to put the social pieces together. I was always told I had that shy child syndrome. I just mm. wasn't interacting with my peers. I was very withdrawn. I didn't have the social skills to make friends or interact with my peers. Um, So then my parents eventually did get a psychoeducational assessment, which was a godsend because then I was finally diagnosed with nonverbal learning disability and VLD. So it kind of was that epiphany moment, like, ah, that makes sense. Like, there's you know, a reason. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's very much often confused with autism because there's a lot of similarities with mm. NVLD and autism. So the poor social skills, um, you know, that goes along with aut- autism as well. So it's sometimes argued NVLD is the cousin to autism, okay. which is very interesting. I'd like to see some studies What's, on that. What one. is help us understand <laughs> what the difference is? Sure. So with um, with NVLD, I would say the difference is these children have more verbal ability compared to, you know, people with autism. Um, I would say their social skills are a little bit greater, too. Like um, I'm able to make friends and understand social skills a little bit better than maybe someone who's struggling with autism. So there are some differences. Um but there are also, you know, a lot of similarities too, in the sense. So it gets, you know, it gets confusing differentiating between the, both of them. So yeah. can be yeah. difficult. <laughs> yeah. And I think the key though, I want to talk about is like, what are the misconceptions of 
you know, nonverbal learning disabilities, but really dis learning disabilities in general. Yeah, for sure. Well, I hate the term nonverbal learning disability because I feel like it's it's a stupid term. Like it's entirely misunderstood and it should be named like, you know, something different. But um, ironically, people with this disability, they're very verbally gifted. They can talk, they can write. I'm very empathetic. Um, you know, they might struggle with math. They might struggle with reading maps. They might struggle with the social skills, but they're very verbally gifted. They're able to memorize like details, great details. And um, they have an amazing auditory memory too. So that's something that's also very, very gifted that I have. Yeah. It almost feels like they're calling it a disability because some things that they prioritize are not your strengths rather exactly. than saying you're, you're focused. I mean, I, I'm confused at why people are considering it a disability because yeah, these yeah. skills you're not great at, but these you're For really sure. good at, which all of us have skills yeah. that we're good at versus not good For at. Sure. So For sure. All of us could be considered disabled learning yeah. disabled when you ask me about like exactly a lot of a lot exactly. of topics I could exactly easily... and it's you know there's a quote that goes I think it's for people with autism you meet one person with autism you've met one person with autism and it's very much similar with not just NVLD but any learning disability in general like you know the skills and the you know severity varies like I've met people with NVLD who are a lot more severe than I am because they just don't have the social skills. They don't know how to socialize, you know? So it, it really does vary. There's a huge yeah. spectrum of where kids can lie with different, you know, disability, not just NVLD, but different disabilities in general, right? So yeah. interesting. Yeah, I know. I mean, my daughter has, you know, has been diagnosed with ADHD and the, the struggle that I've always had and we've always had is that nothing is wrong with her. She just learns differently than yeah, a lot of people. I love that. So for us, it's a difference. Like yeah, she learns absolutely. differently than this particular group of people, though there's a lot yeah. of people that learn. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So why that's there's... pointed out as being not okay. I don't understand. Right. Absolutely. So I, I feel absolutely. the same about what you're saying. It's like some of the strengths you have are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Thank and you. a lot of people don't have. Yeah. That. Yeah. So, and that's, um, that's kind of where I come in with beautiful minds and the work I do is, you know, as an educator and working with these kids, like I know firsthand, like what it's like to feel different and to feel othered. But I also feel like neurodiversity is something that we don't acknowledge enough mm -hmm. within society. And if we just take that neurodiverse lens and are able to flip the disability and see the ability, um, yeah. I think you can really see, you it's know, that like, even though you have deficits in math or reading or whatever, you still have gifts in, you know, putting together a robot or building something, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, serious definitely. gifts there. So I, I love that you're calling attention to this because yeah, I you. do think in my concern from what you're saying too, is this label that we put mm -hmm. on kids that basically labels them as being broken. You know, Absolutely. it's like, oh, you're you're broken. You don't like a broken fit. toy, right? Yeah, like <laughs> you go horrible. you go to the island of misfit toys, and you yeah. don't belong here. And it's like, 
that is such a harsh yeah for a child to grow up believing when in fact you could be like oh my gosh look at these amazing talents and skills that you have that a lot of people don't definitely definitely yeah for sure for sure and I think that's what really you know inspired me because I was told that from a young age and it stuck with me like I was told from the psychologist who diagnosed me that I wouldn't make it past high school like I wouldn't make it to post-secondary. It's like, and that's why I do what I do because I want to fight the system. And, you know, I think there's still a lot of, um, there's a lot of stigma and there's a lot of barriers that our kids with learning disabilities face, right? So especially NVLD because it's such a unique and more of a rare learning disability. Um, It's underdiagnosed. Not a lot of kids have it. So yeah. Or just aren't diagnosed with it. Yeah, I'm guessing exactly. people are diagnosed with autism yeah, rather definitely. than that. Or, you know, one thing too, and I know it kind of, it was Asperger's for a while. And then they're like, we're not mm-hmm. calling it a different thing. Yeah, so where does, a- sure. like, where does Asperger's fall into that or what we have? Um, I'm not sure. I just know that there's a debate between NVLD and autism. I'm not sure if like okay. Asperger's is always also like counted as something that could be a cousin to NVLD or like in you know similarity but um I'm not sure um yeah okay. Asperger's is kind of you know it's a little bit different than autism it's similar but it's a little bit it's higher I think it's higher functioning than autism I could yes. be wrong I but believe yeah that. yeah definitely so and I, I don't even know if they still use it I have to go back because I, I don't know I have it and then I think it's mostly it got, autism yeah then I got yeah. brought back into autism I, I don't know I have to go I have no idea I'm realizing I'm like what, what? I, don't I know have I know much. it's funny I don't really hear a lot of kids getting diagnosed with Asperger's it's mostly autism yeah. and learning disabilities I'm, thinking, I'm gonna ADHD, go research that so. afterwards or yes, somebody knows for send sure me a note and tell me what tell us what's for going sure. on with her. so what is, um, what are some things that parents can do to help their kids either first, let's say, what if a parent goes, mm, what Megan's describing sounds a bit like my child, mm-hmm. what can a parent do if they're yeah. like, hmm. For sure. Well, I, I do think that if you do suspect that your child has NVLD, I would highly suggest that you get them diagnosed as soon as possible so do the ed post or do the educational assess psychoeducational assessment because then it's going to set your child up for success um so the psychoeducational assessment is i don't know it might be different in the united states but in canada it would be um two or three days spent with a, a psychologist and you do some tests to see if your child could have you know nvld or any particular learning disability Um, I feel if I didn't get that done at an early age, I definitely would have struggled all through school all I don't think I would have made it as far as I have because what that will do it'll literally set your child up for success and it'll show your child's strengths weaknesses accommodations from an early age so if your child is struggling with test taking then your child will be able to get an accommodation for that or assistive technology so there's a lot of benefits to doing that it's going to be difficult to fathom you know there's something wrong with my child and to maybe possibly get your child labeled but once you're able to get that label and have those supports in place like you'll start to see 
um, you know, the different gifts and different abilities that your child actually has. And they're worth more than just the disability and the label. I, I love that. And let's, I want to just kind of expand yeah. upon that. So how <laughs> can parents best support their children with any learning disability? How can we best support our kids in a way that helps build up their esteem and doesn't make them feel broken? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So again, taking that neurodiverse lens, and I highly suggest you research neurodiversity because it's, you know, it's a really unique way of seeing disabilities from a different light. So diving into neurodiversity and being able to really like see, even if your child just has one gift, like art or baking, for example, like just seeing that one gift that they have can really, you know, inspire them and, you know, be able to see that my child is worth more than just, you know, a disability or a label and just be able to really dive into their gifts and see what abilities they actually have versus what disabilities they have for sure. So important. And that's so important for every child learning disability or not is focus on their strengths, right? Yeah, absolutely. All their weaknesses, focus on all their strengths. Amazing. So Megan, how do people learn more about Beautiful Mind and you? Yeah, sure. So you can go to my Facebook page, um, Beautiful Minds Ontario. You can also go to my website, um, beautifulmindsontario.com. Um, you can find me on social media. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, have a website. I also am doing um, a social group right now over Zoom for teens with NVLD. So it's a little social mm-hmm. group we do on Zoom and the kids can build friendship um, and connect with each other on Zoom. So that's been, that's been really good too. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. And how much, <laughs> I'm sure that's so powerful for them to be able to for meet sure. other other kids and they're not, they're not alone, uh, you know, all of us. So I love that. So any parting words of wisdom and encouragement for parents with teenagers? Um, I think just, you know, knowing that your child is worth more than just their label and just their disability. Um, just because they have it doesn't mean it's a death sentence. It's not that be all end all, they can still, go off and do wonderful things and depending on the educational assessment that they get hopefully it's nicer than the one I got when I was younger but um you know there's a lot of wonderful gifts associated with having a learning disability and it's just important to really nourish that and to be there for your child and to never give up on them to inspire them to go to post-secondary education and do and accomplish great things because a disability is not a be all end all. So yeah. Megan, you are proof of that by what you're yes, doing. Yes, exactly. You are a real Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Taking what you were given and rolling with it and making exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. For sure. And another thing too is um, learning styles too. If your child isn't really, you know, is really struggling to learn, um, the way they're taught in school, like just diving into those learning styles, like there's Mm. different learning styles, such as like verbal learning, um, sorry, visual learning and auditory learning, kinesthetic learning. So understanding more what kind of learner your child might be can really support them too. Yeah, that's another really important piece of advice. 
Yeah. So good. Thank you. Thank you so much yeah. for coming on. Yeah. And thank you us. so much for having me. This so is grateful great. for you. <laughs> thank and you. Thank you parents for taking time out of your busy day to join us as well. If you want to learn more about how to connect with your teen and calm the teen drama, be sure to join me on Tuesday evenings for the Parenting Teens Power Hour. I have a bunch of amazing experts like Megan lined up to share their best tips and secrets and it's free. You can register at askdrcam.com slash power hour. And I'll put the link in the show notes along with all the links to connect with Megan. Also, if you enjoyed this episode and all the amazing nuggets that Megan shared with us, please take a quick moment to rate and review. This helps other parents like you find this show. Feel free to share it with a friend as well. Have a peaceful, positive, calm day. And that's a wrap. Thanks for joining me today on Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. Make sure to visit my website, www.askdrcam.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show again. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, and hey, why not share it with a friend too? Be sure to tune in to my next episode, And remember, parenting teens may not be easy, but with my help, it can be a whole lot easier than this.